when I was coming into, we were coming into church and then um, just some people were working in the parking lot and the other person whispered to the other one. He said, is he the one on TV? I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the one on TV. So if you are watching. <laughs> we thank God. We invite you to come and join us. We have a wonderful church family here. Different people from different backgrounds, different nationalities. This is a piece of heaven. So we, I'm the one on TV. You are, we, we invite you to come and join us. Amen. We thank God for that. <laughs> Glory be to the name of God. All right. And then um, mark your calendar, August 25th. My brother will be in town with his family. Yes. So we are all excited about that. Amen. Um, he's the one that prayed for me to be saved. One time I looked in his journal. I write around the time. See, I was in church. It's one thing to go to church. I was in church um, often. I mean, I was pretty much in church all Sunday, but I wasn't saved. And as a teenager, he saw that I was starting to drift off. And then he started to pray for me that my brother has to be saved. And I did. I did get saved. And I thank God for his life. And today I'm standing here looking wonderful because someone prayed for me. So he will be in town um, that weekend. And I'm looking. I haven't seen him in 10 years. <laughs> So he'll be here with his family. I haven't seen my nephew either, the nephew that they have. So I'm excited. They're already in the sticks, actually, with my sister in Atlanta. So um, they will be here. Um, I said, if you keep coming, my parents will also be here later on in the year. I said, if you keep coming, they give me a reason not to come. <laughs> I visit you. <laughs> but I plan to go see them at some point. Uh, but they will be here. My, my brother will be here August 25th. If you, have, if, if you think I can preach, you haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> he can preach up a storm. <laughs> but we thank God. Oh, my, 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 my. How is everyone doing? You doing good? You look like you are. <laughs> and if you are not, by the end of the service, you'll be, you'll be doing well. Amen. Amen. I had a blessed week. God, God is so good. Um, I'm happy. I'm happy. Glory be to God. All right. Let's get into our Bible lesson um, this morning. So this, I know throughout all this season, for the last six weeks, I started talking about bearing much fruit, and I couldn't stop. So much that God had placed on my heart to share. But today, we'll wrap it up on bearing much fruit, living a fruitful Christian life. Why am I here in the end? Why did God send me here? What am I supposed to be doing? My calling, all these things. He wants our lives to be fruitful. That's, I mean, it's, it's one thing that hurts me is to see people wasting their lives. There's so much that God has destined for us that he wants us to, 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 to do and to accomplish and to love him and to serve him. So go with me to Galatians chapter 5. Galatians chapter 5, thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 22, Galatians chapter 5, verse 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such, there is no law. And put that together with John chapter 15. I'll recap some highlights from the previous week. Greeks, and then we'll, we'll go on from there. He says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Without me you can do nothing. He says, He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. So, I mean, the last three weeks we've been looking at, at um, 
the fruit of the spirit manifest the fruit of the recreative spirit made manifest in our lives and the first last the third, third, two weeks ago we talked about love joy peace and then we, we, we said that we talked about the fact that um, you see the, this fruit can be divided into three categories the first three deals in our deals with our relationship with God and then the next three long-suffering kindness and goodness deals with our relationship with other people with, with our fellow human beings with with people that we see every day and then the last three which we'll be looking at today gentleness um, faithfulness gentleness and self-control have to do with our inner character our inner development very, very important to realize that. And Jesus wants us to bear fruit. He wants our lives to be fruitful. So, so it's, it's, it's so important for us to realize that. So let's go a step further here in our lesson and look at faithfulness. Faithfulness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Faithfulness. The Greek word for faithfulness is, is pistis, and sometimes other translations translate it as faith, but really it's, it could also be translated as, as faithfulness. And whenever we say we have faith in God, we should do our very best to live sincerely before God, to be faithful with whatever he has entrusted with us with, and, and to live our lives to please him and to serve him. You see, so many times, let's say, for instance, at the workplace, people try to see, please um, the the the, the let's say the manager even when he's there i mean you can see i mean i mean sometimes um they, they, they'll say oh um there's some corporate people coming from co corporate head office everybody in the office will straighten up that day <laughs> it will show up on time <laughs> everybody shows up on time um they do the, they come up dressed very ready to go because they want to please the people that are coming from the corporate headquarters <laughs> But we shouldn't just do that. We must be faithful whether people see us or not in whatever he, he calls us to do on the job and, 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 and everything else. Wherever he places us, we must be faithful. Notice what Paul told um, Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. He says, And I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has enabled me because he counted me faithful putting me into the ministry he counted me faithful putting me into the ministry you see we are appointed to a life of service a life to, to to live our lives to please god but before god will give us any further responsibility before god will will, will take us higher in our walk with him he has to he looks for that quality of faithfulness is this person faithful it's, it's very, 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 very important that, 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 that we do that. And a classic um, one in the Bible is in Matthew chapter 25, the parable. Look at this with me in Matthew chapter 25, verse 15. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Matthew chapter 25, verse 15. Verse 14 says, for the kingdom of heaven, so he's talking about how the kingdom of heaven functions. It's like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servant and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another, to each one according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise he who had gained two more also. But he who received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. 
After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received five talents came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you have delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more. Talent besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you have you delivered to me two talents. Look, I've gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you have not sown, and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. Wow. See, in those days, talent was money. Another translation says he gave them a gold, a bag of gold. And you see, faithfulness is, 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 an, is, is an attribute that God himself has. The Bible says that God is faithful. He says, see, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. That is who he is. And, 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 and that is who, who we should endeavor to be as well. We are supposed to be where we are supposed to be. And, and, he's always there for us. And, 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 and one other attribute about God's faithfulness is that he will never lie, deceive you, or lead you the wrong way. Proverbs 14.5 says that a faithful person cannot lie. God will not lie to you. He is faithful. And, 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 and he, he watches over us. Even when we are unfaithful, he says he will not be unfaithful. He will not deny himself. He still remains faithful. So in this parable, we see that, 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 that this master gives talent or, or, or money to these people to trade with. There is nothing like anybody born into the earth without gifts or talent or certain things that God has placed in, in, in there. What you have to realize is the person that had five went and traded and got five more. The person that also had two also went and traded and got two more. But he didn't say, I got very little. He just worked with what he had. And then he, he gained more. So many times he can, and, and percentage-wise, they all did good. Because he commended them and said, good and faithful servant. They all, from, from a percentage standpoint, the one that had little, worked with what he had and gained two. The other one that had five, worked and gained another five. But this lazy servant, <laughs> notice he said, I was afraid. And that's where so many times the issue is. That's what prevents us from bearing much fruit. I am afraid to take this step. I have so little that, I mean, that, that has been given to me. I am afraid. So you hide your talent. You hide your gift. You hide it there and you don't bear any fruit says you are a hard man you are a difficult man 
<laughs> so I went and hid your talent in the ground. I pray in the name of Jesus that that which God has blessed you with, you will not hide it in Jesus' name, but you will take it and use it for his glory. If you believe that, say amen. amen. Oh, my Lord and my God. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We must do our very best in the presence of God. You see, a, a, a very typical person in the Bible was Joseph. Joseph was faithful to his father. And, 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 and when, his, when his father, and you, the Bible says that he used to bring an evil report or be, talk about the things that his brothers were doing that were not right to, 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 his, to his father. And one day, his, his father sent him to, to his brothers, and he was still being faithful. The father loved him so much, the Bible says that he made him a coat of many colors. And then the brothers began to get, get envious. You see, and so many times, people get envious of people who are doing the right thing and getting the results without wanting to do the same thing that those people did to get the results. His brothers got angry, put him in a pit. Eventually, they took him out, and he was sold into, into Egypt. But even there, he still remained faithful. The Bible says that God blessed the house of Potiphar because of Joseph. He was faithful to the extent that even though he was a slave, the master put everything in his hand. He could have gotten bitter. He could have decided that, I mean, I mean, based on the hard life that I've had, I'm not going to be faithful. I'm just going to do things anyhow, the way, any, I mean, not do it very well. Would he have succeeded? No. He was faithful. And then he was falsely accused and put into prison. But even there, the blessing of God was with him. The Bible says the hand of God, God was with him to the extent that sooner or later, the prison warden put him in charge of everybody in the prison. Think about faithfulness. Doing the right thing and being consistent to do it right, to, to, to do the right thing. Very, 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 very important. Notice how the account that God talked about, God, how God described him, how he's described in Psalm 107, Psalm 105, verse 18. Psalm 105, verse 18. Notice, no, notice this. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 105, verse 18. He says, talking about Joseph, he says, verse 17 says, He sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They hurt his feet with fetters. He was laid in irons until the time that his word came to pass. The King James puts it this way. He says, until the time that his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. The king sent and loosed him, even the ruler of the, of the people, and let him go free. Until... The time that his word came, the word of the Lord tried him. God was trying him to see if he will still be faithful in the face of adversity. If he will still be faithful despite all that may be going on. Amen. And that is where so much of the time the issue is. 
God's word, the Bible says, is tried seven times. We are the ones on trial. <laughs> the word of God will try you in those circumstances, and God will check if this person will be faithful. Oh, but if you remain faithful, oh, Joseph one day slept as a prisoner. The very one day he woke up and, and, and he ended up second in command in Egypt. He interpreted dreams for some people and he, and he told the person that when, you, when, you, when Pharaoh restores you back, don't forget me. Don't forget. Don't forget me. The person went and forgot about Joseph for two years. Wow. And the whole time, he's still being faithful. The word of God is trying him. The word of God is trying him. And as God will work it out, Pharaoh had a dream. And he was the only one that had the interpretation. And Pharaoh said, if you are the one with the interpretation, I'm sure you are the one that can give us ideas to come out of this situation. In the name of Jesus, today you may be faithful as a parent. I mean, if you are a parent, you have to be faithful to the, to the children. If you are a child, you have to be faithful to your parent. If you are a working professional, you have to be faithful on the job that you are on. If you are a manager, whoever that you are, you must be faithful. But in the name of Jesus, as you remain faithful, as you serve God faithfully, as you are faithful where God has placed you, in the mighty name of Jesus... There may be some form of captivity that you are in, but this morning, God is saying to you, Oh, your time will come, your time is here, and I will release you from that captivity in the mighty name of Jesus. You may be experiencing some captivity in your body. You may be experiencing some form of captivity in your finances, maybe in your career, the path, whatever you are supposed to be doing, it's not clear to you, but in the name of Jesus, as you are faithful, to God as you are faithful in his house as you are faithfully serving God in Jesus mighty name I see you coming out of that captivity in the mighty name of Jesus if you believe that say amen oh glory be to the name of the Lord until the time that his word came the word of the Lord tried him to see if he will be faithful and when he was faithful, God lifted him up and promoted him in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 5 says, Moses was faithful. Go with me to Hebrews chapter 3. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, my, 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 my. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, Wherefore, holy brethren, Partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus. Notice this phrase. Who was faithful to him who appointed him, as Moses was also faithful in all his house. For this one has been counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who built the house has more honor than the house. For every house is built by someone, but he who builds all things is God. And indeed, and Moses indeed, notice this phrase, was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which will be spoken afterward. Ay, 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 ay. 
holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider Jesus, the apostle and high priest of our confession. That means he's high priest over us saying the same thing. And he's still faithful in that ministry. When you put the word of God in your mouth, Jesus sees to it that those words come to pass. He's faithful in that ministry. And he says that he was faithful to him who appointed him, as also was Moses was also faithful in all his house. Remember, Moses was the one that for 40 years, I mean, he lived in Egypt for 40 years, and after that, this is not the right way to start your calling. He killed somebody in his zeal to deliver some people of the people of Israel. How do you start your ministry like that? <laughs> <laughs> he went into the wilderness for 40 years. Nobody knew Moses. That's what he's talking about. A faithful in all his house. And then God said, now I'm ready. I'm ready for you. You have been faithful. I'm going to send you to go and deliver the children of Israel. And if you think about Moses, he was faithful all the way to the point where we, we, he missed it. When he got angry. And, 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 and. and and disobeyed God. And so he didn't see, he saw the promised land, but he didn't get into it. But here in describing him, God still called him faithful. Because when God told him and gave him the Ten Commandments, he delivered it to the people. Whatever God told him, he did it to the very best of his ability. And that it doesn't, I mean, he missed it. That, that doesn't mean that we get it right all the time. We may miss it from every now and then, but as long as we are making and endeavoring and doing our very best to follow him, he will count us as faithful as well. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will hear those words, good and faithful child on the last day. Oh, glory be to the name of the Lord. He was faithful in all his house. God looks for that quality of faithfulness. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 to 2, he says, thank you, Lord Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1 to 2, he says, Let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. Moreover, it is required in stewards that one be found faithful. If God is going to entrust anything in your hands, he's going to check for that quality of faithfulness. A steward is someone who has been entrusted with something. He's going to look for that quality of faithfulness. Whether someone sees you or doesn't see you doesn't make the difference. Recently, I was sharing um, in, 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 on the, in one of our ways, I was thinking about this and I said, one of the slots that we have on, T on, on Fox TV is at 4 o'clock and 4.30 in the morning. And God brought this to my mind. You see, what I used to do, what we used to do when, when, uh, when I was very young, when we got born again, my brother introduced me to this. We will, we'll get up early and pray and then go into the community. And around that time, 4, 4.30, 5, 530, before people wake up and are getting ready to go to work, you know what we do? We say, good morning. 
<laughs> high, high school, people are getting ready when they're boarding high school. Good morning. Jesus is calling you this morning. Everybody straight is up. <laughs> he is calling you today. There is a heaven and there is a hell. This morning before you go to work, make a decision. Make a choice. Make a decision. Where are you going to spend eternity? They will stop and they will listen. And so he brought that, and I said, I said, if I'm preaching on TV at 4 o'clock and at 4.30, I didn't just start doing this. <laughs> when I was faithfully ministering to those people, the whole time God was putting it on his record. He was counting it as faithfulness. And recently I, 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 saw, I, I, saw, I saw one of the people that gave their lives to Jesus Christ as a result of our effort, as young as we were, you must be born again. You must be born again. This guy was very mean. He was, he was very, very mean. Like this, he was like the school president. Very mean. He dared not catch you doing something wrong. <laughs> but as a result, he gave his life to Jesus Christ. And several years later, recently I saw him, that he had been ordained a bishop with one of the charismatic churches. Which means he's over several churches. And my heart was glad. It was all worth it. When I was screaming at those, we were screaming those morning, give your life to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. <laughs> oh, glory be to the name of the Lord. Faithfulness. God looks for faithfulness. David, it's, 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 it's interesting. Thank, thank you, Lord Jesus. It, it's interesting how God describes David in Second Chronicles. Chapter, chapter, chapter seven, 17, verse 7. He says, Now therefore, thus shall you say to my servant David, Thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the sheepfold, from following the sheep to be ruler over my people Israel. Following sheep? Sheep are one of the most unintelligent animals. <laughs> He says, where did he take him from? From following sheep. He's supposed to be the shepherd. He's now following sheep. When they were looking for a king, when someone came to anoint somebody in the house, he wasn't even counted. He wasn't even there. He's taking care of the sheep in the back side of the desert. Someone said, we will not sit down until you bring this person. God has located him. He's been faithful with those little sheep. I'm going to take him on to the next level. And that is where so many of us run into difficulty. You, are, you said you have been faithful over little. I put you over much. So many of us would, do not want to be faithful with the little. They don't want to go through the, the, the test, the trial. And, and, but we all like to be king over Israel. To be king and to be leadership. To be, to be, to be all on top. The way to the top is to start at the bottom. <laughs> I took you from following sheep and made you king over Israel. 
Oh, but like Joseph, like David also, when his time came, he could not be stopped. When he got to, I mean, he was anointed in 1 Samuel 16, verse 17, he gets there to face, to face Goliath, and the people said, and his brother said, who have you left those few sheep with? He said, forget it. This is my time now. This giant is coming down. The same God who, who helped me kill the lion and the bear when I was being faithful in the backside of the wilderness, when I was being faithful when no one knew me, when I was being faithful when I was in the background, when I was being faithful when there was no one around to take care of those few sheep, that same God that I said, I know him in the secret place. I know him like, 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 like I know him. I just don't know. Just that this, and and. and I just don't know about him. I know him. And today, this Goliath will, will, will come down. Which battles have you fought when no one was looking at you? That is what will give you the confidence when God lets, raises you up and you can say, or when the difficult days come, you say, hang on a minute. I have been faithful. I've seen this battle before, maybe on another scale. Today is not the first day I'm facing a lion. Today is not the first day I'm facing a bear. Today is not the first day I'm facing a giant. I've been killing some giants way back then. And now my time has come. This is my season. The same God that did it back then, he will do it again. In the the name of Jesus. Maybe you are being faithful on your job. You are being faithful to raise your children. You have been doing your very best. I can assure you that God looks on your faithfulness. Maybe you are being faithful in his house. I can assure you God looks on your faithfulness. And as you faithfully serve him, I see you, him, bringing you into the next level of your life. If you believe that, say amen. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Glory be to the name of our Lord faithfulness my lord and my god thank you lord jesus let's 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 keep going the next one on the list the eighth fruit of the spirit is meekness other translations put it as gentleness thank you lord jesus meekness or gentleness means a softness in one's character these these days i mean people are some people are really violent so we have to be very careful in our human relationship. You hear of people that may be dating, they break up, and then the, uh, the other person decides to kill somebody. It's, it's, it's a big mess. But God wants, and I pray in the name of Jesus, that God will give us, give you people. Uh, if you're looking for a spouse, God will give you somebody that will truly love you and, 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 and be there for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, the Holy Spirit comes and gives us that fruit of meekness is, 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 is in there. And that is what gives us the ability. Jesus exhibited that. It gives us the ability to endure and overcome all temptations, all mockery, all the, the, I mean, the blame and all these things from people. It is that quality that helps us. Notice what the Bible says in Isaiah 53 verse 7. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah 53, verse 7. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Isaiah 53, verse 7. He says, he was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep before Asherah is silent, so he opened not his mouth. He got to the point. You see, if Jesus had opened his mouth at any point during his trial, he could have escaped. At some point, he said, I can call 12, I mean, legions of angels to come and deliver me here. 
he got, he got to the cross and he said, Father, forgive them. For these people, they don't know what they are doing. Gentle. Notice, notice this. You see, notice, notice this. Isaiah 42, verse 1 to 3. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Isaiah 42. Just go with me to Isaiah 42, verse 1 to 3. Thank you, Lord. Isaiah 42, 1 to 3. He says, Behold my servant whom I will uphold, my elect one in whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the Gentiles. He will not cry out, nor raise his voice, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoking flax he will not quench. He will bring forth, just, he will bring forth justice for truth. Another translation says, in faithfulness, he will bring forth justice. He says he will not shout or cry or raise his voice in in the streets and Jesus said I am low I am meek and humble learn of me in, 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 in Matthew chapter 11 verse 29 but here he's, 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 he says that he will not raise his voice in the streets <laughs> you see he, sometimes when people get into an argument one begins to yell the other begins to yell the other begins to yell raise their voice raise their voice raise their voice it won't solve anything. <laughs> Learn of Jesus. He says he will not raise his voice. We should control our feelings and bear that fruit of gentleness. Bear that fruit of gentleness. I am meek. If, if someone is, wants to have an argument, if someone wants to yell, and they keep shouting and shouting and shouting, and you don't respond, or you have a calm, calm, calm um, disposition, there's no fight. Sometimes you may just feel like yelling, and, but that, if, if that other person, let's say you get into a store and, and, and somebody wants, you went to repair your car, wherever you were, and they get so upset, they begin to, most of the time people are very nice. But if they get upset and they start, I mean, behaving, and then you stand there calmly and then you, you just, just do like this and look at them. <laughs> See now later they will straighten up. <laughs> Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Gary Chapman said this in his book, The Five Love Languages. He said this. He says, Love is gentle. If you want to convey your feelings of love to other people, you must use gentle languages in a gentle tone. Your spouse understands you through the tone you speak in rather or other people understand you through the tone you speak rather than the actual words you say if you say something rather loudly and harshly it cannot be considered as an expression of love but as the expression of judgment Solomon said a gentle answer turns away wrath Proverbs 15 verse 1 if you continue to love your spouse or other people even when he or she is hungry speaking thoughtlessly you should speak gently instead of arousing up his or her anger by losing your temper Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says he will not speak, raise his voice in the streets. He says, I am meek and lonely and, and humble. Learn of me. Proverbs 51 says, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And Psalm 37 verse, 11, 37 verse 11 says, But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy peace 
and prosperity. Who will inherit the land? Who will inherit the land? Talk to me this morning. <laughs> Who will inherit the land? They're meek. One time in Genesis chapter 26, my Lord, Isaac got so blessed in the midst of farming. And, and the Bible says he, he planted seed in that same year and received a hundredfold to the extent that the Philistines envied him. And there was a farming going on, so water is very scarce. He digs up a well, finds water, and then the people come and fight with him and take it away. The second time he does the same thing, and the people come and take it away. I can imagine this. I mean, this, I mean he's going to say, what is scarce around you? What are you people doing? <laughs> this is just a farming going on. But in meekness, we are talking about living a fruitful life. Notice what the Bible says in Genesis chapter, chapter 26, verse, verse, from verse 18 to 22. Notice this. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want us to see this. Very, very important. The meek, don't forget it. The meek will inherit the land. He says, and Isaac dug again wells of water which they had dug in the days of Abraham, his father. For the Philistines had stopped them up after the death of Abraham. He called them by the name which his father had called them. Also, Isaac's servants dug in the valley and found a well of water running there. But the headsmen of Gerar quarreled with Isaac's headsmen, saying, The water is ours. So he called the name of the well Isaac because they quarreled with him. Then they dug another well and they quarreled over that one also. So he called its name Sidna. And he moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he called its name Rehoboth, because he said, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we shall be fruitful in the I may have to print this in tongues. He says God has made room for us. If they want to have it, they can have it. The meek will inherit the land. If you, are, if you want to bear much fruit in your life, have that quality of meekness, that quality of gentleness. And in the name of Jesus, as you do that, may your life begin to bear much fruit. May God make you fruitful in the land. May he make fruitful you fruitful in your family, in your marriage, on the job. May your life really count for God in the mighty name of Jesus as you exhibit and bear that fruit of gentleness or meekness. Hallelujah. The Lord will make room for you. You don't need to. You will make room for you. I see God making room for somebody. I see God making room for you in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wow. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Lord, help us to live with a gentle heart. We all need it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The last one on the list is self-control. 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 Proverbs 25 verse 28 says, Like a city whose walls are broken through, is a person who lacks self-control. So important in every aspect of your life. When your heart collapses, you have a heart failure. The, the, I mean, when you, when, when you don't have self-control, it's like, like a city whose walls are broken through. We must control ourselves. Control 
I mean, discipline ourselves. Think about it. I mean, sports, sports people, people, people that prepare. Um, we went to the Olympic Center uh, last year, the one right here in, in the Springs, and they took us through and showed us step by step the discipline that these people put themselves through. You, 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 you work out for four hours, then you spend time with a trainer getting, your getting yourself mentally ready. You cannot eat what you want. You are on a strict diet. You, your, your, your sleeping time is controlled. I mean, for, I, mean, they, I mean, for somebody who plays golf, they have to get their mind really and control their mind. For the athlete, see the focus. When they get on that field, but they have trained themselves, they have controlled themselves to be able to, 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 to get to that place. Very, 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 very important. The two things especially to control is your mind and your heart. You see, you see the, the enemy, the only way he can get into your life is through your mind. In fact, that, that is how he, 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 got, he got into, he got into, into Eve's mind. She saw, and as a result of what she saw, the first thing that when you become a Christian that God tells you to do something about is your mind. You see, your mind is used to thinking, number one, the way the world flows. You walk by what you see. You walk. You 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 walk by by your natu natu natural natural senses. In Romans chapter twelve, verse one to two, he he tells you to renew your mind. Don't let your mind get out of con control. Keep your mind under control. Very 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 important. Turn with me to Philippians. Thank you, Lord. He tells you exactly what to think about. Thank you, Lord. Philippians. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Philippians chapter 4. Let's look, turn with me there, please. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, notice what he says. He tells you exactly what, where your mind should be. Thank you, Lord. He says, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, is the word of God true? It is true. What, whatever things are noble, is the word of God noble? Whatever things are just, Whatever things appeal, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things or think on these things. Discipline your mind. You see, so many, sometimes people focus on negative reports. The world flows in a negative stream. We are called of God. We walk by faith and not by sight. We are people of faith. We have to think in line with the word of God. Keep your mind on the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, thoughts may come into your mind. You, you, you see, you cannot prevent the birds from flying over your head. Your head. But you can prevent them from building a nest in your on your head. <laughs> you are free to do whatever you want. There is a devil out there. He wants to come into your mind to corrupt it. 
But when that thought comes into your mind, you can tell him, if this thought is negative, I'm not going to think like that. Thoughts may come into your mind, but thoughts not put into words or action die unborn. I'll repeat that again. Thoughts may come into your mind, but thoughts not put into words or actions die unborn. Very, 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 very important to, to, to realize that. He, he, sa he says in 2 Corinthians, thank you, Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. He says, but I fear, lest somehow, as the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your mind may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. As the serpent deceived Eve by his craftiness, so your mind. That is how we got into this mess. He says, take, be, be, I mean, don't let your mind be corrupted by the simplicity that is in Christ Jesus. He wants to corrupt your mind. God said, God said something to you. He said, no, 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 that's not what God said. That, that's not what God meant. And, and so we, he, he got all of us into this mess. But when Jesus Christ came, he tells us, you see, God, God is not going to do something. He's going to help you with the word of God. He's provided the word of God by which you can renew your mind. But you are the one to do it. We are the ones to do it. He says, he says here, um, in, in, in Peter, I want I want I want I want us to see it. He says, "Get up the loins of your mind." It's that the idea there is like clothes. You get it up. You get up. Don't let the don't give the enemy any place in your mind. First Peter chapter one verse thirty. He says, "Wherefore get up the loins of your mind. Be sober and hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revelation of Jesus Christ." Get up. Get up the loins of your mind. Control your mind. Solomon in, in, in his writings kept saying, My son, my child, keep your heart, for out of it are the issues or the forces of, of life. Keep your heart. Watch what is going in there. Control it. Get it up. Don't let it get out of control. Very, very, very important. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And then in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, Wow, verse, 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 verse 4, he tells us exactly how to do this. He says, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. Where are the imaginations? In the mind. And every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Bring every thought that comes into your mind to the obedience of Christ. He's saying something similar to what Peter said. If the thought doesn't line up with God's word, I'm going to put that thought in prison and not let it out. Put that thought in prison. Put that thought in captivity. Bring it to the obedience of Christ. Your obedience to the, to the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Does this help us? I will wrap up with this. I'm showing you, I'm going to show us the secret to a fruitful life. John chapter 12, verse 24. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You want your life to be fruitful? We want our lives to be fruitful? 
I'll, I'll end with this. He says, most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. He who loses his life, he who loves his life will lose it. And he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. Jesus is talking about himself. He says, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. And Jesus gave his life as a seed. The Bible calls him the seed of David. He gave his life and now he's not abiding alone. Every time somebody gives their life to Jesus Christ, it is that seed that he gave that is working. In Mark chapter 4, verse 26, he tells us another secret. Don't, this one leave you. Don't let this one leave you. So important, a life of dedication. Actually, in, in John, he continues to say that if anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. So when he talks about giving your life as a seed, he's talking about service to God. You want things to work for you in this life? Mark chapter 4 verse 26. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My, 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 my. Glory be to the name of the Lord. He says, he compares the kingdom of God. And he said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. And should sleep by night and rise by day. And the seed should sprout and grow. And he himself does not know how. When your life is given as a seed, oh, and when your life is given to God and sown and it goes into the ground, goes into the kingdom of God in service and total dedication, things will begin to work for you that you didn't know how they are working. That is the key to living a fruitful life. He says the corn of, of wheat falls to the ground and bears much fruit. Your life as a seed in the kingdom of God, a life of dedication, yielded to God. My Lord and my God, you are seeking God first and his kingdom and things are added to you. you things keep happening. The earth gives forth of its harvest to you and you don't know how. I call it the miracle seed of a life dedicated and yielded to God. That is how, I mean, that is the key right there. You sleep night and day and the seeds to sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. I don't know how. You don't know how. You cannot figure out in your head the miracles, the testimony. That is why he says, goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Wherever I turn, goodness and mercy are following me. Things are working together for your good. The one who loves God and has given his life as a seed. Everything works. 
The marriage will work. The finances will work. The health will work. Your life is giving us a seed. Lord, my life is in your hand. You get up every day with that mindset. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, today use me for your glory. On this job that I am, use me for your glory. Oh, these children that I'm raising, help me to raise them upright. Whatever I am doing, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, my life is given to you as a seed. Use me to tell somebody about the good news of Jesus Christ. Says you don't know how. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Things begin to work for you. It's only a matter of time. He says, he says, for the earth yields its crops by itself. First the blade, then the head. After that, the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. Now, somebody may see, what? I mean, I mean, they used to tell us, what is it about God? What is it that you keep following him and keep serving him every day, every day, every day? <laughs> I know what I'm doing. My life is a seed. Yield that to God. Yield that to God. In the mighty name of Jesus, I prophesy and speak into your life this morning. Whatever may not be working in your life, any area of your life where you are not bearing the fruit that you are supposed to bear, in the name of Jesus, as you yield your life to him, as you dedicate your life to him, my prayer for you is you will begin to be fruitful in every area of your life. Like Peter said, if these things abound in you, you will not be barren, you will not be unfruitful but in the mighty name of Jesus as you walk in faithfulness as you walk in meekness as you walk in love as you walk in self-control as you walk in all this fruit in the name of Jesus no matter where you are right now you may say today I have nothing to show for my life but I can assure you as you yield your life to God as you make a decision that your life is in his hands oh let the past be past and gone today is a new day my life is in your hands Lord take it and do something with it in the mighty name of Jesus people may have told you and they have said to you there is no good that can come out of your life but not with God when you make a decision to yield your life to God God will say thank you I can take this thing and do something with it I can take your life and do something with it I can take your life and turn it around I can take your life and bring you into God's very best I can take your life and my Lord and my God at the and you will hear those words well done good and faithful servant God is not done with you yet he's just getting started with you oh your past is past and gone today is a new day he says I do something new in your life it's a spring forth oh but I as you yield your life to God in the mighty name of Jesus I see you bearing fruit I see every form of barrenness part of your life oh those wilderness will be turned into into, into a fruitful field. In the mighty name of Jesus, every barren place of your life, as you yield your life to God, ah, he calls out to you. He cries out and longs for you. But as you make that total commitment and dedication in the mighty name of Jesus, I see you being fruitful. I see you being fruitful. I see your life counting in this generation for God. I see your name, oh, in God's book. 
and he will say to you, well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful child. You have been faithful with little. I will set you over much. In the name of Jesus, oh, receive his word into your life. Oh, my Lord and my God, I see somebody. Ah, you've got into the place. He said, what use is my life? What good is coming out of my life? God is saying to you this morning, yield your life to him. Ah, you look at your life and you say, what kind of fruit am I bearing? What kind of fruit am I seeing? Ah, ah, but as you make that decision and yield your life to God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, he will take over your life. He will transform it around. You will look back and say, wow, look at my family. Look at how God has turned it around. Look at my finances, how God has turned it around. Look at my health, how God has turned it around. Look at me, oh my Lord and my God, like the children of Israel when he turned the captivity of those children. The Bible says we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. You may be filled with sorrow. You may be filled with depression. Ah, but in the mighty name of Jesus, when God turns around your captivity, your mouth will be filled with laughter. And you say, see what God has done. See the great things he has done in my life. Ah, see how he has transformed my life. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are entering into God's best. You are entering the very best that God has for you. Today is a new day in your life. This season is a new season in your life. The past is past and gone. Ah, but God is taking you over. In the mighty name of Jesus, may you bear fruit in every area of your life. In Jesus' name, as you yield your life to him, if you believe that, shout yes! yes! Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Get excited about God's word. That's when it works. Hallelujah. Wow. Where did the time go? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Talk to God. Talk to God this morning. Dedicate your life to God one more time. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Make a fresh commitment. He says, he who abides in me doesn't bear little fruit. He bears much fruit. Much fruit. Much fruit. Much fruit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Talk to God. Talk to God. In the name of Jesus, yield your life to him. Yield your life to him. Talk to God. And if you are watching online or watching this on TV, and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ, and you do like not I said, know the Lord Jesus Christ, what food like am I, I bearing? What legacy are I living in my generation? What legacy are I living in my generation? It all starts. It all starts. With a decision. With a decision. To serve God. If you don't know God. Jesus, we if want you don't you know Jesus, introduce we you want to the you one that can to introduce you to the one that can transform your that life. That can change your life around that completely. That can change your life around completely. Help you in every area of your life. Help you in every area of your life. You are willing to begin a relationship with Jesus. You are willing to begin a relationship Repeat with Jesus. Repeat after me. I'm Repeat helping you me. along that path. I'm helping you along but you that have path. to make that choice. I cannot make that decision. But you have to make that choice. I cannot make that decision. For Say, Lord Jesus... Say, Lord Jesus, I've heard your word. I've heard your I word. believe. I believe. You were raised from the dead. You were raised from and the today, dead. And today, I confess today, you as I confess my Lord you and as my Savior. As my Lord and as my Savior. Come into my heart. Come Forgive into me my, my sins. Forgive me Save my sins. Me. 
Save me. And help me. Live help the rest me. of my life for you. Live the rest of my life. Thank for you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank Let's you, rise Lord, to our feet this morning. Thank you, Father. Let's rise to our feet this morning. Glory be to the name of the Lord. The Bible Glory says that promotion to the does name not come Lord. from the, the Bible west. says that promotion does not come the from the east west or the south, but it comes from God. God is the judge. In faithfulness, but it comes from God. God is the judge. In faithfulness, He will bring justice. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of thank our Lord. Father, Glory be to the name of our Lord. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for Lord, this precious Lord, thank you one. for our lives this morning. Lord, thank you for our lives this morning. We say that our lives are yielded to you. Help we say that our lives are yielded to you. To bear much fruit. To bear much fruit in our lives. To live a legacy in our generation. To live a legacy Whatever our in our generation. Whatever, whatever profession that you call us to help, whatever us profession that you've called us to help, let us our lives be yielded to you. Let our lives. Let's be lift your hands to God this morning. Thank you, Lord. Let's lift your hands to God this morning. Thank May the Lord bless you. May the Lord May bless he keep you. you. May, May He, he keep cause you. His face to shine on you. May He cause His face and to give shine you on His you. peace. And give you His, his peace. May all this fruit that we've talked about May all this be made manifest about in your life. Be made manifest in your life. Lord, we thank you for this last weekend. Lord, we in thank July. you for this last I pray over each and everyone in the name of Jesus. I pray over each and everyone in the name of Jesus. of August. May you enter the month of August. May you enter God's Jesus' mighty name. The remaining days of this year. Jesus' mighty name. The remaining days of this year. May God surround you with his very best. May God surround you with his very best. Give you a testimony in your mouth. Give you a testimony. Make you fruitful. You are blessed. And you are blessed. May the and Lord you bless you. May he May keep the Lord you bless you and cause his face. May he to shine. keep you and cause May he his surround face you with his favor like May a shield. He surround you with his Thank favor you, like a shield. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Everyone say amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Say Everyone thank you, say Jesus. Amen. Say, say I bear my fruit. Say I bear my fruit. I bear my fruit. I am fruitful. And Lord help me someone to you this week. So lead someone Amen, to amen, week. amen. I better stop. Amen, you, amen. If you need prayer amen, for anything, let's pray Thank with you. Lord. If you need prayer for join anything, let's pray with you. Pray and join us on Wednesday as we pray. No, Thursday, and time of teaching. We haven't taken no, the gospel Thursday. We haven't taken the gospel Thursday. God bless you. Taking the gospel into our community. God bless you. Thank you, Lord.